0: Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today we're talking to Aaron, Becky and Joel from City Point Live. City Point is uh, one of the biggest churches up here in Brisbane and uh, they've got an awesome uh, worship band, music team that travels the world Uh, and I'm just so blessed to have you guys here today. How are you doing guys? Really, Very good. really good. Thank you. Now I was just joking before that because you musos, you just got out of bed recently because it's mid afternoon here. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell, tell us, what's it like being part of such a full-on worship team that travels so much and writes, you know, does albums so much? Is it is it is it a high-pressure kind of role that you guys have?
1: Uh, It is because we all work full-time at the church, and so I'm running the worship team there and running our youth music there. So, um, yeah, it's full-time work and then extra on top of that, the travelling and...
2: Yeah, the, the music is kind of a, a last resort. So you know, we t- we actually get to pick up our instruments and sing only on Tuesday nights at our practice. and Sundays, really. So the rest of our time is doing all the all the fun stuff underground. You know.
0: Now straight away, I reckon our listeners are thinking, "Hang on, I thought they were an Aussie band. What's this guy with a half Aussie, half American accent <laughs> doing? Who's <it?">
2: this Yank?" <laughs> so Aaron, tell us, what, tell us your background. My backgrounds. Um, well, for all your listeners out there, I am. Uh, <laughs> From the states, from Denver, Colorado, uh, born in Denver um, in 1980. Um, yes, got uh, a little bit of American Indian in me. So, if you're wondering, if you see fair. a picture, you know, and you're questioning just who or where, <laughs> it's it's Indian, yeah.
0: And can you say good day, mate? Uh, good day, mate. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> we Is don't really good? encourage that's, that's that. <laughs> Oh, it's good. Now, uh, uh, Becky and Joel are also part of the band, and brother and sister. And your father, Mark Ramsay, is the, the senior pastor at City Point here yeah. in Brisbane. Uh, tell us, guys, uh, uh, what was it like growing up being pastors' kids? H- how did you go? Did you uh, did you do the typical PK thing and the pastors' kids things and rebel for your teenage years, or what's what's your story?
3: <laughs> I thought it's been great, more of a privilege than anything. Yeah. But um, I think we all. I guess it's typical. They say it's typical for pastors' kids, but I think it's for everyone. Yeah. But um, you know, you go through your life, you grow up in church, and then through high school, you sort of have your time where you just find yourself, and yeah, I think one of the biggest things that we've, me and Becky, have found is that finding your faith for yourself through being um a pastor's kid, because everyone thinks you know they expect you to do it, but uh, you go through your things and you come to the point where you find out that God's real for yourself, and that's the
1: mm.
3: yeah. But it's been awesome. I love it.
1: Love yeah, that. me too. Yeah, we had great parents that let us find ourselves too. So, um, yeah, we were never feeling pressured to be perfect or whatever. We, mm. we were very much let uh, let go and, yeah, really found God for ourselves.
0: And you guys grew up in Brisbane and then moved to the States? What, what We was grew it? up in Noosa. Oh, Noosa, Noosa. And, Noosa. The nice, okay. and then yeah. moved to the States. Yeah. They had it easy. Yeah, very <laughs> 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 Okay, so Noosa, COC, and then... Yep. Uh, went to Denver CSC. and planted a Christian outreach center over there. Okay. Yep. And yep. then back to City Point here in Brisbane. Right, wow, yeah. so you've, you've been traveling all over the place. Fantastic. <laughs> now, City Point in Brisbane here is, you know, 5,000 people. You'd call it a mega church, I guess would be one of the phrases that the media would use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been going for 32 years. Tell us about um, what goes on at that church campus because I know you've got like a university, high school, primary school. What mm. else have you got there? Um, child care child care
1: facilities yeah <laughs> two child cares we're starting another one soon. Yeah. a massive
0: youth shed is it like yep. a big youth centre or something yeah. there? skate yep. Skate. is it one of the best skate parks around yes, I've heard Yeah. it yep. is Yeah.
1: definitely
2: definitely yeah <laughs> it's just it's, it's over 100 acres of yeah. land and um, over the, you know, the last 32 years they've They've built just all that, a uh, whole schooling, mm. the college, the the university, and... Um,
1: accommodation.
2: Accommodation for all the uni students, and it um, yep. just keeps growing and getting bigger and bigger, and um, they've got plans for other things that they're going to throw in, but uh, mm. it's good.
0: Cool. Yeah.
2: And what's the website for
3: uh, for
0: the church, if people want to go and have a look at that? Citypoint.com.au, is it? Yes, C-I-T-I? Yep.
1: P-O-I-N-T-E.
3: Citypoint.
0: Citypoint.com.au. Okay. Why did they spell city wrong? Did anyone explain that? Or? <laughs> I
1: was actually
2: asking my dad about it the other day, yeah. and he just likes to spell it wrong. Yeah. He just so thought it was It's cool been right? different. Yeah. yeah,
1: he makes up a lot of his own words.
2: Loves, loves making up his own words. Yeah. So.
0: Now, Aaron and Joel are the main. You're the main songwriters uh, for City Point uh, Band. Tell us how the songs come to you. Do you, do you have a special moment where you're walking? climbing a mountain and all of a sudden a lightning bolt (laughs) hits you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No,
2: No, um, I think the songs are uh, just a natural response to, you know, our everyday um, life and the way things come at you, you you know, and and I think um, Joel and I have talked this through time and time again. It's, you know, the songwriter is a gift, and it's when you respond to that gift and you uh, nurture that gift, and and then it, it comes out in the form of, you know, eventually hopefully you write good songs and um so it's 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 good though you capture things you know uh, that you go through in life or you capture things that the church is going through and and what god's saying and and doing and and um and it's cool to put that through song and it's uh it's great you know
3: expression yeah. that we And we really on. just try to write for our church like yep. so we're you know we write songs but we aim it for our church mm-hmm. and whether it goes anywhere else is Hmm. if it does but um it's really so out of church can
2: connect and yep. oh, good sometimes it's hard to turn off because <laughs> like I'll, I'll be just walking on the street or in I my office off. or and, <laughs> <laughs> and melodies you know ringing around in my head or lyrics bouncing off and you know sometimes you just got to pull out the phone and just get it out and yeah record it and or do you know go in the studio and just put it down but
0: yeah oh, that's good now um one thing that i've uh, been researching a lot lately is how the It's called the spiritual continuum, so Christian growth or spiritual growth in Christians. And you know, they've found that those who have that daily devotional time with God. That's the one factor that determines whether Christians grow or not. It yeah. yep. doesn't matter how much they go to church. doesn't matter how much they serve mm-hmm. or set so up or do this so or do true. that. You know? It's that time with God. And like, One thing I noticed at City Point, uh, there's a bookshop out there, isn't there? Yep. Uh, I noticed that there's the City Point journals where yep. you can actually get the journal and read through the Bible in a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they got that from the, the New Hope in Hawaii yep. kind of format. Yep. Uh, have you guys ever tried the journaling thing? like, do you, do you like write down your stuff to God? Is that something that's an important part of your devotional time at all?
1: Not so much for me, um, like I said, being a mum and things like yeah. that, it sometimes just gets really on top of you. Um, so mine is very much in my thought process mm. Um, mm. with God and Also, you know, sometimes Aaron will be sitting at the table while I'm doing something and I'm like, read out the scripture that you're reading so that I can feel a part of, you know. (laughs) So, um, you know, he does that sometimes. and um, Also, that's what I I think to music is such a huge part because Mm. um, sometimes that can lead you into a place with God Mm. where sometimes you're so busy in your head. It sort of does it for you and you sort of just have a really Mm. easy pathway to get in there. So, Mm. Mm. um, yeah, journaling is not really something I do, but I do Mm. think it works, absolutely, for people that do it. Um, Mm. Yeah
2: journey journal uh, consistently mm. but uh, there there are times where I'll pull out my journal and just you just, just get angry with God or <laughs> you know get frustrated and, and write down my frustrations or you know or like there's times where I do some study yep. you know and I'll actually pull out different you know concordance or whatever it is mm. to, to study that certain passage or whatever but um, yeah mm. journaling to me is more um, I think if, if to me if I do it on a consistent basis it just becomes a What's the word? Yeah, it can uh, become legalistic, legalistic, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. systematic. Where it's just like that's not what your relationship should be with God. Yeah, it yeah. should be, it should be real and yeah, yeah. you know, and, and uh, fresh. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good.
0: Uh, and the other thing, Aaron, like I, I know, um, uh, we talked uh, in the past about your testimony. You've you've had quite a, uh,
2: a colourful upbringing. Tell us a bit about your life and, and how you came to God. <laughs> a colourful upbringing, yes. Well, uh, put it this way, yeah, my, my parents um, both know God and love God, and but didn't really live it, you know, growing up. They were, I was, they were divorced when I was four, and um, back and forth living with both of them and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, my mom has always been a gung-ho kind of Christian, you know, just really into, she has every teaching tape, every book you possibly want, she has it. <laughs> And she's in it, you know, and, and um that's kind of you know where I, when I did get saved I was into those books and all that kind of stuff but um I, I grew up uh really uh in a sense because of the divorce, really negative and didn't have a great self esteem very not confident at all at all. Um, my brother seemed to get all the good looks and all the and all the ability to sports and some <laughs> like of that well that's what I thought growing up I think but uh <laughs> But yeah, growing up, just, just uh, to the point when I was um, 15 that, uh, that I started following my brother's footsteps, you know, and just uh, pursuing, um, you know, just parties and alcohol and, and uh, never, never had the intention of doing drugs to that degree. I had lots of friends that, you know, experimented and stuff. But um, uh, I, I came to a point in my life, just nothing seemed to satisfy. And uh, I think, you know, as a lot of uh, people do, nothing seemed to satisfy. And, and um, no, it wasn't anything that my mom could tell me. About God, it wasn't anything that my um, my dad or my or my family could say to me that. But it was something that I actually had to come in contact with. So, anyways, so what happened is um, uh, I actually started going to uh, Pastor Mark's church over in Colorado. And uh, so, what I was doing, I was playing guitar, I was partying on a Saturday night, but playing guitar in the worship team on Sunday mornings. And so, the two worlds collided, and then all of a sudden, God has started working with me and and said, "Aaron, you can't do that." You know that's not that's not the way in the life that I have for you. And um, so, anyways, um, it was at a youth camp that year that um, I just I totally encountered God and found Him and and turned away from all that and and uh, and then uh, really the the story speaks for itself. In the last ten years, you know. Yeah, God, God's used you
0: in, in amazing ways, and you know I would definitely say uh, you guys are a bunch of history makers. You know, it's so good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you. Now, you guys are obviously really busy. You travel, you uh, do your concerts, you um, you have church. Lots of things happening in your life. How do you have your personal daily time, your devotions with God?
1: Um, yeah, it's really. Um, sometimes it gets a bit full on working full time, um, being a mom as well, traveling, and um, doing life at the church. Um, I find that uh, just living in it, walking in it and just knowing God and knowing your situation at hand and knowing um, that He understands what your world is about, I think if we just give Him attention in our appropriate times when we have that um, space in our head because um, sometimes we can get so busy that I think God really does understand um, our place in life and things like that. So I find that if I try to just read one little scripture in the morning so that sort of gets me through the day and just make sure throughout the day that I talk to God about You know, negative thoughts or anything like that that come up, I just do it right then and there so it's done and I can feel like, you know, God and me are working this thing. It's not Mm. just me trying to do it throughout the day. So Mm. that's how I do it.
3: It's good. What about you guys? Um, Yeah, I was actually talking to my co worker, Dimity, this morning about it because you get so caught up in doing so much and because it's ministry, you feel like you are doing, you know, you're doing things for God, so you're setting up, you're out late. but you're just making sure that, that you realize that's not your time with God and making sure you do put that personal time. So there is still time, obviously. Mm. Um, you look at some people like presidents and stuff, they do way more than we do and they find time, I'm sure. Mm. So, um, yeah, just really finding that time and making sure that you're not living your relationship with God by mm. doing things but rather living your actual relationship with God and making sure you schedule in that personal time mm. where you can mm. connect with God. But, that's yeah, that's why I do it, just mm. sort
2: of yeah I mean like um like everyone you know you gotta find that time, but I think i uh, I love my time in the morning with the coffee, yeah yeah, <laughs> and you wake up and you know, and you just have that um that thirty minutes or whatever before the you know for a little boy wakes up and and you know life just starts going hard, but uh you got that I had that moment where I just you know just pulled the Bible and just you know get into it and um and that sort of thing, and read some books or whatever. And um, but then you know, when I'm at work and I'm doing it like you know Becky said, it's just it's just a thought, it's a decision that I make. You know, just just to focus on God and just talk to Him and just go, you know, what's what's going on. And uh, one of my favorite times too is just is just um, shutting the door of my, my office or whatever, picking up my guitar and just and just going for it, get lost a little bit, and um, that I think really keeps me grounded. It's mm, good.
0: There might be people listening that are thinking, you know, I'm pretty far away from God in my life. I don't know how to reconnect with God I don't know what steps I need to take Um, would you guys um, just want to share with our listeners um, how they could reconnect with God or make those steps to get close to God
3: I think um, a good start is just find your local church and really that's the best place I think where you can get connected and get involved in your local church I know so many people who weren't sure about church but they got there they got involved and and they start to own it and I'm Obviously, then you have to get into your Bible and your worship and everything. But, um, yeah, I think a good start is really just getting connected to your local church and getting involved.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I think, too, um, sometimes when you're sort of feeling that far away from God, um, also... Coming to your local church and things like that, and um, sort of starting to uh, do things for other people, sort of gets your mind off yourself and and um, in helping other people, even though you feel like you're the one that needs help uh, to give out, um, can sometimes you know uh, change your way of thinking and start um, you on a track of you know realizing that oh, okay, hold on, there's something more to life than just me and my problems, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can be a really big wake up. Um, I, I know for me that. Um, When I realize there's other people in the world other than myself, um, that can really get my head going, okay, there must be a God because, you know, we're all here for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so...
2: Yeah, and also, I mean, the the power of grace is so amazing that we need to... Don't don't forget that, that God's grace is... um, so far fetched that we will never understand it, and that He loves you beyond any anything that you've done in your life. That you really you can't do anything that He does not, you know, cover or love or or forgive. So it's it's really just embracing that.
0: Okay, guys. So, um, what are your plans for the future?
2: Well, cool. We're, hey, we're just uh, we're just about to actually launch our new album, um, actually on the twenty eighth of this month. So, um, which is called Devoted and sixteen uh, track major.
1: Full length DVD.
2: DVD, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, that, um,
0: yeah,
1: very
2: cool. Which you can get that at, uh, you know, www.citypoint.com.au.
0: Okay, so citypoint c i t i p o i n t e dot yep. com dot au. Yep. Fantastic. God bless you guys. I reckon you're history makers. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. about Thank you. That brings us to the end of this week's show. You can listen to this interview again or any of our other interviews. Simply go to historymakersradio.com. Thanks for joining. Us.
1: History, history makers. <laughs>